Back in the Federal Drive with Tom Temin on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm Jared Serbu filling in for Tom this week. It doesn't happen often, but the government has the right to suspend or debar contractors from federal business in the case of non-performance or illegal conduct. But sometimes the process takes months. The Labor Department has launched a program to see if it can speed things up. To talk about how, the Deputy Secretary Patrick Pizzella talked with Tom Temin. The department was concerned that um, some of the people we're doing business with may have uh, engaged in inappropriate or illegal conduct, and we thought of it as our responsibility, of course, to ensure that those vendors doing business with the federal government are above board and in compliance with the laws and regulations. Discretionary suspensions and debarments make individuals or organizations ineligible for federal contracting and transactions with the federal government, typically for up to 12 months for a suspension and up to three years for debarment. When we uh, started to look into the facts uh, here at the Department of Labor, we saw that for the years 2010 through 2016, there were a total of only two suspensions and a total of one debarment. And so we got a little curious as to why that seemed low. And as we got into it and put more attention on it and asked our uh, contracting officers and agency has to pay more attention to the topic, we gradually saw that with a little more attention, there were more additional uh, organizations that sh- should have been uh, considered for suspension and debarment. So for the years 217, through the second quarter of 219, we are now up to 125 suspensions and 39 debarments. And so we we were working more closely with the inspector general and we decided to uh, learn from our experience and put in a pilot program that will put a little more focus on this so that we're sure that uh, the entities we're dealing with are Uh, above board and the taxpayers' interests are looked out for. And just a point of clarification, if one agency suspends or debars a contractor, are they suspended and debarred across the government or just for that agency? To a degree, it depends, but usually debarment uh, generally will go across the government. Suspension uh, may only be with, with an agency that's specifically engaged in one particular activity. And in increasing this number by close scrutiny of contractors to the Labor Department, was there any pattern to the reason that they should have been suspended or debarred? No, I, I think it, it really had to do with uh, a little more attention to detail, a little more checking of records, a little more... Uh, thorough uh, cooperation with the uh, Office of Inspector General. But basically, these were companies that were violating labor regulations and laws in the way they were treating well, employees? They're, no, they're viol- violating uh, government contracting laws. Uh, the suspension and debarments are generally government-wide. Uh, earlier, I made a little distinction, but generally, they're they're both government-wide. So there there may have been something that went on in the bid process, or they may have some uh, uh, other allegations in the area of uh, quality of goods or uh, uh, the way they participated in the contracting process that put them on the radar screen. Sure. And why does it take so long to arrive at the decision to suspend or debar? Well, there's due process. Uh, uh, debarment uh, we usually does require a, a notice and comment sort of period, a chance for a, uh, the contractor to respond because it's possible that obviously we may have something uh, uh, inaccurate or, or we've made an error. Um, 
the suspension process is usually just for a year, so uh, that happens a little quicker. It's more of an immediate item. Debarment, there's a period of suspension, and then the debarment will take place, and it runs usually for three years. We're speaking with Patrick Pizzella, the Deputy Secretary of Labor. And so how does the pilot work such that the Labor Department can get these processes down to days if necessary? Well, uh, yeah, days is very, very optimistic, but we are going to get them down. The pilot program preserves the due process and fairness protections for uh, all entities involved. We've put a few more resources into the um, contracting office. Uh, we have uh, working in uh, concert with our inspector general's office who makes many of the referrals uh, to the contracting office. Uh, so the coordination between us and the inspector general uh, is increased greatly and has been formalized so that uh, we can uh, work together. And where do the hints or the allegations of misconduct come from? They have to get to the attention of the contracting well, officer, but who finds out? Yeah. Sometimes it could be uh, someone on the outside calling a hotline uh, or making an allegation, but but often it's a case involving uh, a, a vendor uh, where there's a court action uh, that's uh, been issued, a uh, indictment or a conviction in a, in a court of law, and uh, that would immediately be brought to our attention and that would that would cause us to act immediately. So it's possible the situation could have arisen in another agency altogether and you just found out about it and maybe that agency didn't know enough to take action. Usually if it's arisen in another agency, we're going to be somewhat aware of that uh, because the the government agencies are in touch with each other on this and there's a uh, government-wide database. Uh, it's more we're finding the sort of the outlier, the, the company that, uh, again, was either indicted or convicted in a, in a court of jurisdiction somewhere else, uh, or somebody called uh, the department and uh, brought to our attention uh, something that was inappropriate, and then we would look into it. And what will your metrics of success be for the pilot program? How many you suspend or disbar, or how long it takes? Well, we're going to look at both things, uh, the, the process and the results, uh, and uh, we are um, we're cautiously optimistic that we've br- brought enough focus to this now that uh, and enough enough coordination with uh, the inspector general and our contracting office uh, and our solicitor's office that uh, uh, we'll move in a, a little more rapid pace rather than the sort of be it hesitant when we can actually uh, accelerate things. I want to do it in mind with the due process and fairness protections for the entities involved. And when you measure the time that it takes to issue a suspension or debarment, when does the clock begin? When you first discover the possibility? When we first, uh, it's brought to our attention, yes. As soon as something's brought to our attention, we immediately look into it. And sometimes there's a difference between something sort of brought to our attention and us receiving a copy of a court order. One requires sort of more work than the other to determine whether there's a fire where there's smoke. And you're going to try this for the next year, and if it works out, then what? Uh, then we'll probably we'll learn from it and make some permanent changes that'll help the process over the long term and proceed from there. 
Patrick Pizzella is the Deputy Secretary of Labor. We'll post a link to more information and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. And you can hear the Federal Drive whenever you want. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Still ahead on Federal News Radio, lawmakers return to Capitol Hill this week and turn their attention to the 2020 budget. First, though, how the keeper of some of the nation's most valuable data makes sure it stays secure. This is the Federal Drive with Tom Temin on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm Jared Serbu, filling in for Tom.